Hi guys, I am Mamelo Suwane, the host of Never Been Normal podcast. In this show, we talk about faith, money, success, dating, philosophy, and the teachings of the Catholic Church, and anything that goes into my mind. I am a 24-year-old Catholic woman, leading my life first as a follower of Christ, a daughter, a sister, and a friend of many. I was born and raised a Catholic, but I became a Catholic by choice when I was a junior in high school. I started learning about God and the Catholic tradition, and hence they have been the guiding factor on how I live my life. Kindly subscribe to my podcast and turn on your post notifications so that you can be notified whenever I upload a new podcast. I upload a new episode every Wednesday and Saturday. Follow me on all my social media platforms at Mameloswani. You can also follow me on my Instagram account, my Catholic Animateness, where I exclusively upload Catholic content. Thank you for tuning in. Today, we are going to stay. We are going to talk for some time. I feel like this podcast is going to take almost an hour minimum. But we shall see. Maybe I'll do it faster. But hi guys, welcome to my podcast. I am Amelo Suwani, your host. And today we are going to talk about vocation. All I ever wanted. But before we go any further into the podcast, let's entrust everything to our Lord. Because we need his blessings to continue the podcast. In the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for everything that you have done for me. Thank you for everything that you have done to, for everyone who is listening to this podcast. We adore you and we praise you above anything in this world. In the name of Christ, our Lord, amen. Our Father in heaven, may your holy name be honored. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on every as it is in heaven. Give us the food we need. Forgive us the wrongs we have done. As we forgive the wrongs that us have done to us. Do not bring us toward the hard testing, but keep us safe from the evil one. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and never shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. And lead all souls into heaven, especially those who most need your mercy. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, before I enter into today's topic, can I give you a little bit of an update about my life? First of all, uh, when I was looking for a topic, my friend said I should talk about school, how hard school is, and how she wants to quit because now she's depressed and she has to study every day all day and <laughs> it's depressing so friend i love you you know but i'm not gonna talk about that because if i talk about how school is hard and bad and not good for us and we are just doing it for the sake of any income people are going to find me crazy so you better attend school and Fix your attitude. <laughs> but I love you. I love you so much. So be good. Uh, 
my life update this past few weeks have been purgatory for me um as you know i'm an accountant and at work it's 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 april so we are preparing for the year end uh balances and i've been working my behind so much that it hurts i haven't had rest i don't know what rest is like i'm always frustrated always in a bad mood short tempered i depend on coffee i encounter some few mental breakdowns at work um i take some few bathroom breaks to cry so good for me i even have some of the footage where i, I was crying captured in a video and it was so sad like each time i look into it i'm like this is so sad <laughs> i shouldn't be in this position and the worst part is that i feel like it's not worth it have you ever felt like i have this career and i used to love it but the way i am suffering both at school and in work it's just not too it's just not worth it and i we shall talk about it another day let me not complain because um it's too early to complain all right so today i got my hair colored with a different color so i'm living my best life <laughs> i got a pinkish color it's actually plump plum yeah it's a color plum so it's pinkish reddish maroonish color so i just i didn't bleach my hair first i just dyed it on my black or dark hair my hair is probably not black on my dark hair so it's appearing but not that much at night you cannot see it clearly but during the day it's just too beautiful like i'm i don't regret and i'm pretty sure that the next color i'm gonna get is going to be a little bit exotic like blue or greenish color so wish me luck guys because i'm not planning on having a my natural hair color in a long time from now so wish me luck also i got lash extensions my younger sister um is gave me some lash extensions today and they <laughs> they they are so long that they are touching my eyebrows and they're so weird but i like them they're not too explicit or too too much that they're not making me to look too much but i'm decent like you can see that i have eyebrows now but eyelashes not eyebrows eyelashes i'm sorry you can see that i have eyelashes now so they're cute they're beautiful uh another thing is that today my brother's kid came and i realized that i don't want kids anytime soon they were so exhausting they came they arrived here at around almost 11 ish in the morning but and i i I departed my home at around one but those two hours that i spent with them i was so exhausted and so irritated and so annoyed that i decided that i don't want any kid anytime soon because kids are so exhausting kids are just not 
cute pictures and cute videos and nice outfits and matching outfits with your son or your daughter they are so much mom and for me i've been surrounded by kids for the rest of my life like i started babysitting when i was in grade six my sister's daughter who is now 14 and she feels like she's old and she cannot be babysat but i've been babysitting her since i was in class six and that means i don't know my life without kids because my sister uh, and my brother between both of them they have six kids so imagine there's never a time when i couldn't babysit each time it was when I was on break, summer break or winter break from school, I had to babysit. And now I am able to, um, what, run away from uh, babysitting because I work. So there's no way I, c I can babysit while I w I'm working. And on weekends, I feel like the parents are there or I'm old. I feel like I'm old, so I refuse to babysit anymore. But kids are so exhausting and i'm I'm not thinking of having them anytime soon like let's not even talk about kids and i'm not even sure if i want them yet like i love kids trust me but i love them when they're not mine and i love them when i don't have to babysit like bring your kid to church or to i don't even talk to kids in the in the car and it's bad because i like i have that phase or that character which attracts kids to me. Like when a kid is on me, they can even sleep or take a nap when they are on me. But I feel like I've been so exhausted with kids that I don't want them anymore. Like when I'm in the taxi and there's a baby in my head, I'm like, don't touch me. Don't look at me. Just don't. Just don't. But kids are so cute especially the cute babies they're so cute and i could hold them and i could play with them and i could like no oh, you're so cute but i don't know if i want it when it's mine uh-uh that is too much for me also today my other friend got me a late birthday present because it's april right and my birthday is in december so she's been preparing it and it is she got me a t-shirt and in front of it is printed my picture like a whole picture of me holding sunflowers and that picture was so cute like it was i was doing a photo shoot sometime in february so she doesn't have that she's gonna steal my picture and print it on on a t-shirt but it's so cute i'm like Oh my goodness and guys i'm so thankful like I, it's, this is not the first time i talk about my friends on my podcast like because the lord has blessed me with so many good people so many good friends in my life that whenever i think of them whenever i talk of them whenever i hang out with them i'm like lord thank you so much for these companions that you have blessed me with because they are those few people who love the lord so much and since they love the lord so much we are able to be compatible to some extent and we can share our deepest joys and secrets and sadness and fears and anything i can like i can talk about anything with my friends without hiding who i am i can be as vulnerable as i want and i'll never be judged whenever i'm in need i can just contact my friends and 
help is coming on my way so guys i don't know maybe i'm too much into friendships but so far i have been blessed with pure-hearted friends who are not using me and who are sacrificing so much for me and i feel like i do not deserve them and i feel like i'm not doing enough to reciprocate their love and their character towards me so if you find someone who's like that keep them i am one of the luckiest people that i didn't just find one person two people three i found a bunch of them and they are there and they're like we love you and we love you just the way you are just for who you are i'm not rich i don't have any money so they cannot love me for my money i don't have anything to offer so they just genuinely love me and i appreciate them so much can we talk about today's topic and let me not be emotional please so let's talk about vocations what are vocations and what is a vocation according to the english uh, oxford dictionary a vocation is a strong feeling of a suitability for a particular career or occupation so according to the teaching of the catholic church uh, a vocation is the process in which men and women in the catholic church discern and recognize their calling in the church vocations are life are the life my goodness uh, okay sorry can i breathe Okay. The vocations are the life as a layman in the world, either married or single, or ordained life or consecrated life. Uh, so the church, the Catholic church, which I attend, and you probably know that I'm a Catholic by now, um, teaches us that there are three types of vocations, which are singleness, marriage, and religious life. So we are going to talk about those type of vocations in detail, one by one. Well, not in detail, 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 but you know what I mean? Just for podcast appropriateness, detail. <laughs> so the number one type of a vocation is single life. So what is single life? Single life does not mean being single by default because you are not having any luck in the dating world. So if you don't have a boyfriend or you don't have a girlfriend or a fiancé, um, you are not in courtship, not by default, like you didn't choose to to be single. It doesn't mean that so that is not single life you didn't choose that you chose another way but defaultly no one wanted you so you are not discerning single life uh, for you to say that you are called to single life you will have a strong desire in yourself not to marry or not to be ordained and it will be a decision you make yourself. You know, a person may be having an opportunity to enter into matrimony or priesthood or religious life, but then choose not to do so because you feel like it's just not for you, but you are called into a deeper level of single 
means you know what i mean so singleness is you choosing despite having an opportunity to marry or having an opportunity to enter into a religious life but you choose you choose to to be single you choose to not marry you choose not to go for a religious life there are some reasons someone may feel a uh, drawn to single life and today we are going to talk about just two reasons uh number one is the desire to have more time to do service work church project activities and those activities or projects require much time and attention so it doesn't mean that when you are married you cannot do those services but while you are married your number one priority is your spouse and your kids so you will not uh, be fully committed to the activities or whatever project you want to accomplish or pursue so let's talk about being a doctor um being a doctor while being married can be very hard but if ever being in a medical industry you feel like it's your calling you feel like it's it's in you you want to do it you can discern single life and choose to be a doctor so that you can uh, dedicate your life into saving other people's lives uh, but if you are married and you are a doctor which there are so many doctors who are married and i'm just making an example uh, you're going to find out that you share your time between the hospital and your house because you have kids and a wife or a husband at home whom you need to go back to on a daily basis but if you are a doctor and uh, your number one priority is in the medical industry and you're not even married that means you can even if, if there's a shift of a 24-hour shift or a 36-hour shift you can do that easily without being worried about a uh, now i need i have responsibilities over my spouse i have to take kids to school i need to make breakfast i need to bond with my babies or anything so someone can choose to discern a single life in order that they can be dedicated to a certain activity for the rest of their life because that activity is so much important to them the second reason is a person can listen a single life is celibacy. Celibacy meaning abstaining from any sexual activities. So the church teaches us that people should practice chastity because our sexuality is a beautiful gift from our heavenly father intended for marriage. Let's remember that it is intended for marriage, not anything other than marriage. So for a consecrated uh, single person, this means uh, devoting one's life to a strong uh, life you know strong purity and living in a i feel like i'm rambling can i can i not rumble please let me just start that sentence from the beginning for a consecrated single person uh, chastity means devoting one's life to God in a pure and faithful way. You know, devoting yourself 
to God uh, and giving him the life that is free from any sexual activity. So one can choose that. Uh, I don't want to have sex. I don't want to participate in any sexual activities. But I'm going to give my sexuality as a sacrifice to the Lord. Uh, the examples of people who can choose chastity are people who have the same sex attraction to others. Like um, people who can be classified as LGBTQ community, you know, gays, lesbians, bisexual, and blah, 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 blah. Those people that are not uh, straight people. So if you are a woman and you feel like I'm not, uh, you are not attracted to other men, but you are attracted to other women and you know that you cannot get married to another woman because that is not normal and that is not how the creation or how God intended things to be and you are a faithful servant of God so you can decide that I don't want any man or I'm not attracted to any man and I don't I didn't choose to feel this way you, you know people don't choose to be I, I, I'm still learning and we can have an argument about uh, gays and lesbians and all of those people but I found out that you do not choose to be attracted to other women but you choose to do the right thing what is the right thing the right thing is not marrying another woman or not engaging in a sexual activity with another woman because since once you do that you will be committing a sin but you are given this sexuality because uh, being attracted to another woman as a woman or being attracted to another man as a man uh, as an example or a type of your sexuality uh, you were born with that but you're like this gift that i'm given by god you know God gave me this gift of being attracted to another woman uh, as part of my sexuality. I am going to return it to him. So you choose to rather be chaste other than to sin and not be right with our Heavenly Father. So you can choose to devote yourself as a single uh, consecrated person. I don't know if I'm clear, but I'm going to continue because most of the time I'll be recording for 45 minutes, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, and I'm not even sure if the content that I'm recording makes clear. But anyway, let's continue. The second vocation is marriage. Uh, marriage is the most popular of the three vocations. But it being popular does not mean that it is better than the other two. So many people feel like being married is a safer way or is better or whatever. But it is popular and it is a vocation, it is a calling, but it does not mean that it is better. It is good, but it's not better than the other two. Uh, types of vocations with this vocation two people come together to become one in the sacrament of matrimony 
So marriage is so much more than a fancy dream wedding with the love of your life, you know. Like I I do have this dream wedding idea in my head where I'll okay, let me not talk about it. let me not talk about it because I'm still young so I might get married. <laughs> so marriage is not just vows, it's just not wedding is just not honeymoon it's just not building a house buying cars and it's just so much more and they are responsibilities one should be aware that they will have to do while in marriage so before you can choose or you feel like you are called to marriage just know that marriage is is nothing like a wedding is zero point zero 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 five percent of what marriage is really is. So they are responsibilities in marriage and we are not we are going to talk about them right now. That you need to be aware that when you enter into the matrimony you will be urged to do them. Uh the number one uh, responsibility is that you need to prioritize your spouse over anything. So, like we talked about services uh, and projects a single person can um, dedicate their life to. But when you are married, your spouse is your number one priority. Whatever your career is, whatever services you are offering, wherever, they come second. What comes first is your spouse. So if you are a man and you are a doctor. Let me make an example about being a doctor because I feel like that is one of the things that require a lot of time and energy and it's one of the vocations, life's vocations a person can choose to. Let's say you are a doctor as a guy and you have a wife, right? You chose marriage as your calling. But then you are spending too much time uh, doing the doctor things and sacrificing time at home. Your wife has a right to tell you that you should leave that career as a doctor and concentrate on being the man of the house. Or if you are a man, you have a right or you... um. If you're a woman, uh, your husband has a right to tell you that you should leave whatever you are doing and concentrate on becoming a wife and a woman of a family. So you need to be aware that when you enter into marriage, uh, not only are you becoming one with this person, but you are putting your life in control of that other person who is your spouse and you are one with and whatever makes them happy you need to prioritize it as much as they are going to prioritize whatever makes you happy so yeah number one priority when you are married is your spouse and you have responsibilities over that that spouse anything other than that comes second uh, the number one responsibility of marriage is bringing life to this world. We all know that the Lord said, um, 
go and multiply and fill the world. Uh, saying that he was telling the people that I need you guys to get married, build families and have babies so that those babies can, you know, be married, bringing life to this world means taking part uh, in creation. And it is your responsibility. This is why when you get married on your wedding day, uh, one of the vows is that I vow that I will accept any children the Lord offers us. And trust me, all of you who are married or all of you who are going to get married are going to say yes. I agree. So it is your responsibility to bring life into this world. Not that if you are barren or you cannot be able to bear a child, um, you are a failure or you are not co uh, complying with matrimonial uh, responsibilities. You are because you are doing whatever it takes to bring life into this world, which is sexual activity. So, um, Let's be aware that many people with this responsibility of bringing life to this world and accepting all the babies that the Lord is offering us. So many people are breaking this law uh, through using contraceptives, um, through terminating pregnancies, through, yeah. So uh, when you are using contraceptives, in a way you are like, I, I i'm lying i lied to you lord i said i wanted babies that you will bless us with but we were lying to you because now we are using protection and we don't want kids because we have other better things to do with our time than to have babies you know what i mean and so the number three uh responsibility in marriage is raising those kids the lord has blessed you with uh to be God-fearing beings, it is your responsibility to lead them and take them to heaven. Not only are you taking each other as spouses to heaven, but you are also taking these kids the Lord had blessed you with to heaven. Otherwise, you're not committing your responsibility uh, in marriage. So here we come. You prioritize your marriage again. My spouse, oh my goodness, that is so annoying. My spouse and my babies not only for them to have food on their table but for them to be a uh, good men and women of the lord for them to go to heaven you know what i mean so it is your responsibility as a parent to ensure that those kids go to heaven not that when they don't go to heaven or they choose another way around you have failed uh, as a parent but when you have done anything in your power to make sure that they go to heaven then your responsibility in marriage is is fulfilled uh, the last reason or the last responsibility not reason the last responsibility one should be aware when they are entering into the matrimonial vocation is dying to oneself every day for your spouse and your kids Dying for yourself, meaning you are sacrificing yourself as an individual for these people that you have committed your life to them. Um, this responsibility uh, is taken majorly by men. 
a man should be ready to die for their life, their wife and their children. Not only die to yourself uh, in humility, but also even to lay down your life for these people. Uh, and be aware that when I talked about marriage, all I did talk about is your spouse and the children the Lord has blessed you with. No one, no one, and, and I mean, no one is involved in that equation. Just you and your spouse and your children. That is marriage. And the responsibilities are towards these people only. Of course, the community can come in. Um, you will be having responsibilities as someone who is a church-going person to feed the poor, uh, to help the sick, to whatever, whatever you can help with. But your major responsibilities and your major priorities are towards your spouse and your children. Let's be aware that marriage is not a calling. And since it's a... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let's be aware that marriage is a calling. And since it is a calling, not all of us are called to live life in matrimony. Therefore, if ever we forced to be a marriage without it being a calling, then there will be consequences because um, you will be going against the calling that the Lord has chosen you to to lead in. So the consequences that uh, end up occurring when people force marriage are divorce. Um, 50% of people, 50% of marriages in America end up in divorce. And let's be clear. If God didn't call you for marriage, but then you end up getting married, then that marriage is blessed. It does not mean that you are going to live happily in it, but it is blessed and it is certified. And the person you have married to, they are your spouse until eternity. You know what I mean? So people choosing to uh, live a life or design marriage without it being their calling and most of the time neglecting their calling of being single or of leading a religious life end up in divorce. Um, they also end up in abuse, uh, abuse of marital responsibilities that I had mentioned um, in the few past minutes so you abuse your spouse and your kids emotionally physically and otherwise uh, emotionally meaning you are not there for them because first of all marriage is not your calling so you cannot lead or participate in this um vocation entirely because it's just not for you but you forced it and now there are responsibilities that you are supposed to do but you cannot 
abide in those responsibilities effectively. You know what I mean? So those are the consequences that... Or sometimes you even... Since it's not your calling and since you have another better calling out there, you end up spending so much time and energy in that other calling and neglecting marital responsibilities to the point that, yes, these people feel abused. Or if ever you feel like you cannot, you need to take the responsibilities. So you abuse them physically by beating them or by... You all know, you all know. I don't need to explain all those things to you. You you guys are not laymen, you are better than this. Um, I don't have to explain everything to you. Let's talk about priesthood and religious life. So the third um vocation is for religious life and priesthood. Uh religious life meaning you become a sister and a brother, and priesthood meaning you become a ordained priest. So this vocation is where people are called to live their life with the deeper intimacy with our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, for sisters, uh, Christ is their spouse. So in another words, they are married to our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know if priests are married to Christ or to the church or the, if they are married at all. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I will not even talk about it since I don't, I'm not sure about it, but for the religious life, a person surrenders their life to the church and to Christ, so you spend all your entire life going according to the laws and the teachings and the commitments the our mother, the church, lays in front of you, uh, and you spend your time your whole entire life, praying, pleasing the Lord, like he's, he, he, it's him and nothing more. Your life on its own is dedicated to Christ and anything other than Christ is not important. And anything that can lead you to go away from our Lord Jesus Christ, you just cut it in your life. So descending, um, Religious life means surrendering your whole being, your whole life to our Lord Jesus Christ and making him the leader and making him be in control of your life. Of course, uh, all of us in this world need to put God as our number one priority and we need to um, give him control over our lives. But for a religious, uh, vocated individual, you actually do make vows that I give you my life, Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, the vows will depend on the type of uh, community you have entered. I don't know what is Kopano in English, but if you're not a Sesotho speaker in this podcast, um, I, I hope that you understand what I'm trying to say. But your life is vowed to the pleasing of Christ and nothing else. Um, a person who is uh, religious surrenders their life to the church. 
meaning uh, you are no longer in control of your own life but the church is uh this is why priests go to different places around the world as missionaries uh, which in some instances a person can go all the way across the world and even die there and get buried there without even the um, biological family attending the funeral because wherever, whenever you give your life to Christ in a religious vocation, you are surrendering all your rights to the church and anyone who is related to you by blood, your family, your mother, no longer is your mother. They are still your mother by birth, but you don't belong to them anymore and they do not have control over you and you do not have control over them. You don't even have a say in whatever they do. Let me make an example. Uh, if um, you are the eldest son at your home, especially in Africa where the eldest son is actually the the what what is majalafa in english i don't know the other word again it's actually gone i know it but it's gone but if you are the elder son and all your father's or your parents' properties were meant to be yours. But then you choose to go for a religious life. Then they can transfer the rights of the property to someone else. Because then you have sacrificed and surrendered all your rights to the worldly um riches to anyone who is willing to take them either being your siblings or uh, whoever your parents will choose to, to put in their will of course they can give them to you when they die uh, as a person who chose a religious vocation but if they choose not to give them to you you do not have any right to fight for them because you are not of the world anymore, but you are of Christ and you have chosen a religious vocation. Religious life is different from single uh, vocation in that as much as both parties have vowed to chastity, but a single person uh, is not a spouse of Christ, first of all, while a religious one is a spouse of Christ. Of course, both of us have, when I say both of us, um, I don't literally mean me. I just just trying to make a point here. Both of us have vowed to chastity and to you know not engage in any sexual activity for the rest of our life. But for a religious person, that's because they're saying Christ is is my spouse. But for a single person, he's just saying I'm giving my sexuality as a gift to God. He's not my spouse, but my sexuality is a gift to him. You know what I mean? Uh, 
also for religious uh, the number one priority is the spreading of the gospel of god and saving souls while for a religion uh, for a single person they can do whatever they want to do with their time and with their life as much as or as long as it's it's a good cause then sky is their limit so i guess that is all about the three vocations that god has put uh, out for us to choose from or he's even called us to lead in them but what have i always wanted as an individual uh, for me i've i've always wanted marriage and i feel like all of you know this if you listen to my podcast um i'm not sure if my calling is marriage i'm not sure if i'm called to religious life and i'm not sure if i'm called to single life i'm still praying about it and i want god to give me a direction but for the longest time i've always had a desire to love someone and be in a position to be one with that particular individual i've always dreamt of a crucifixion type of love where i i end up playing my life for someone who have chosen me and whom i have chosen in this world i've always it's just not about the wedding it's just not about kids or anything but i've always tempted myself with this particular individual who their face is still in a question mark that i will spend the rest of my life with be able to pass any tribulation give myself to them fully as an individual and i should be in a position to take them to heaven and they should be in a position to take me to to heaven we should start a family together have babies if ever the lord would be in a position to bless to bless us with them um let them grow in the love of god and all that so it's actually been what i've always wanted for the last 23 years of my life but this year has been different i feel like it's been single for a longer time i've been single for over a year now and i've seen life end had the opportunity to learn more about the vocations be in a position to think clearly without any influence of someone who is my lover and my decision or my perspective is clouded by their love so being single has led me to the position where i questioned and i was able to assess all the vocations the possibility of me living all those vocations 
uh, I learned and I read so much and I wouldn't tell myself that I'll make a good wife and a good mother. And also, I wouldn't tell myself that I'll make a good single person. Also, I wouldn't tell myself that I'll make the best sister the world has ever had. No. But I have thought about me in those vocations and my capabilities and my strength. Let's talk about marriage. Like right now, I told you all the responsibilities that are needed to be given in a marriage. And it's not easy and I'm probably sure that they will not be easy anyway. But I'm pretty sure that I would try because I'm a trier, guys. And anything as much as you put your mind to, you can do it, you know. So I know that if I ever put my mind into marital responsibilities, I'll be able to perform them to the fullest. But also if I be in a position where I'm called to a religious life and I'm now a sister. <clears throat> For this one, let me tell the truth. I question it a lot more than the other two vocations because I'm like, you know, <laughs> there are so many things that happen when you are leading a religious life that I'm like, uh-uh. They are just not me. Like not being able to wear pants. Having to put something on your head 24-7 whenever you are in public. Having to be silent and respectful and humility and humble and all that. That's just not me. But if ever I was in a position to lead that kind of a life. Sacrificing wearing pants and having to put something on my head to cover my head all the time. It will be a sacrifice for me, but it's a sacrifice that I could do. You know what I mean? So I have imagined myself as a sister and it wasn't so much of a sour feeling or a sour sight for me to see myself in. Uh, but it's not, it hasn't been the happiest of all the two sides that I've seen myself in. So I also imagined myself single. So the problem with being single um, or with other people is that people feel like when you have descent, singleness, vocation, you are lonely. No, that is not true. You are not lonely because you have all these other things, activities that you are going to dedicate your life to, which are very important to you and which they are worth saying i'm gonna stay single so you're not gonna be lonely trust me and you'll be having a bunch of people friends and family for you who are always there to uh, help you lead your life as much as you're going to be having friends and family to help you lead a religious life as much as you're going to have friends and family to help you lead a marital life so also in a singleness life you do have friends and family to help you lead that kind of life and 
for people who are saying that you'll be lonely, I do not agree with them. Single people who have uh, decided to lead their life single, they are the happiest. And if they are lonely, you can be lonely in ma- in marriage. You can be lonely as a religious person. So it doesn't matter where you are in life. Loneliness is comes to anyone, everyone in this world. We are entitled to encounter loneliness. So let's not think that just because you chose a single life, you'll be lonely. So I have, I have imagined myself as a single individual, but for this one, it is not by choice. You see, for marriage, I'll be going willingly. So for religious life, I would do it if it was God's choice. But for religion, for a single life, I'll be doing it not because I chose to be single, but because the circumstances have put me in a state where I had to be single. You know what I mean? And I didn't want to pursue religious life. So I had no other way around. But trust me, I would lead that life very good if ever I'm put in that situation to lead a singleness life vacation. vacation. I would would live it to the fullest. I would make good of the free time I have. Imagine not having a husband, someone whom you need to cook for, take care of. Imagine not having to wake up early every day and be stressed. Imagine not having to pay school fees and imagine having all your salary to yourself every month. That would be heaven. I mean, it's it's so good. It sounds so good in my head. Uh, of course, people will be like, what about when your peers are married and they have babies? I will go and visit them, buy their babies' clothes and play with their babies. I will not babysit for them because I, I, I'm lazy. I will not babysit for them. And I will visit them during holidays because I know that I have friends whom will not leave me if ever I'm single and they are married during the holiday times when people are with their family and friends. And I have a family. My family is very big, so I'll never be alone. Of course, I'll be lonely, but I'll never be alone. Of course, in marriage, I'll be lonely, but I'll never be alone. Of course, in a religious vocation, I'll be lonely, but I'll never be alone. So whatever vocation I choose or whatever vocation happens to be mine, for me, it's it's okay. But what I pray and what I've always wanted and what I still want in my life is to be married and live in matrimony more than to be single and more than to lead a religious life. Also, recently I've been thinking about being a doctor. Like I'm an accountant. I started accounting. I have general accounting certificate and I'm pursuing chartered accounting certificate i'm working as an accountant but like i said i feel like my career is just not worth it so if ever i end up descending singleness i'm gonna choose to be a doctor and i'm going to go to school once again and since i will not be having any responsibility over anyone because i'll not be having a spouse or a baby to feed 
He said that too. I will leave my work and pursue being a doctor. Do it for 12 years because I want to be a surgeon. If ever I want to be a doctor, I'll be a surgeon. So I'll, like I'm 24 right now. So let's say I start studying to be a doctor at 26. So 12 years plus 26 is going to be uh, 38. I'll be done when I'm 38. And then I become not professional at my village doctor so i'll be the, the moment i get licensed as a professional doctor i'll be over 40 so almost 50 and i don't think i'll i'll be having sexual desires then i'd have menopause so life would be good for me and i'll be a doctor living my life in the hospital and all that but honestly speaking guys i have been thinking about being a doctor maybe it's because of this uh, netflix series that i've been watching which is called the good doctor you know i've talked about it with my spiritual director one time i'm like i want to be a doctor and she's like you're crazy and i'm like i know but each time i watch any medical related uh whatever i watch either a movie or a singer i concentrate so much and it it does not burn my chest i don't have that burning desire but i'm like ah i'll be such a good doctor too like this looks so interesting i'll do it but i know i'm lazy so i don't know if i can take another 12 years of school or 15 years or 17 years or even a year. That would be too much for me. So I don't know. And I've experienced the, not the joy, but the feeling of having a salary month and, and being able to buy whatever you want. So going back to school, it's going to mean that I'm going to cut back on my income. Except if I have another source of income. Which I can have if you listen to this podcast and you tell other people to listen to it. So that, you know, you know, we can all be good. Also, yes, I did record for one hour. So... Maximum recording time is going to be ten. Like it's now fifty seven and thirty seven seconds. Fifty seven minutes and thirty seven seconds, which is going to be longer than expected. So I feel like we are going to end this podcast here. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure that you subscribe and you download and share it with other people to download it to. Anyway, I love you guys and have a good time. Bye.